to Colossians chapter number 1. We've come to the letter H, studying the names and titles of Jesus Christ. Under the letter H, Jesus is the head, He's the heir, He's the Holy One, He's the hope of Israel. Tonight, Jesus Christ as the head. We'll begin in Colossians chapter number 1. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for brothers and sisters in Christ that will stand up for you and make your name known to the towns in which we live and the surrounding communities. Pray, Lord, you'd help and bless this weekend, starting with tomorrow afternoon's outreach and then all through these, this parade season. We pray that you'd help us, God. We just want people to know you. We want people to be saved. We want people to experience the joy of salvation and of eternal life. Father, we pray for those that are sick tonight, couldn't be here, would like to be here, but, but we're unable. We pray, Lord, for those that could have been here tonight, and, and spiritually they're, they're sick, and pray, God, that they'd find healing in their souls, and find themselves back in fellowship with your people. Lord, we pray for Brother Bob Dignan, that you'd be merciful to him. And Father, he, he longs to, to experience the reality of what we sang about tonight. Be in that land that is fairer than day. And to meet with you in that happy golden shore. And we pray for him, Father, that you deliver him and, and grant him the final, ultimate victory. Lord, we pray you'd help him. Help us now tonight as we study your word. Give us a good time together around the scriptures, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Colossians chapter 1, the Bible says, reading... Man, to get to get the context of verse 16, the sentence starts all the way back in verse 9 and runs through verse 17. I'd like to diagram that one, boys and girls. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins." who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him and for Him, and He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ is the head of all creation, in particular, specifically, of his church. Now notice, everything but God is created. He created the heaven and the earth. He made a place for himself to dwell. He made a place for man to dwell. He made a place for the birds to fly. He made a place for the fish to swim. He made it all. He's the head of all things. 
All things in heaven, He created them. He's the head of those things. All things in earth, He created them. He's the head of those things. Everything that is visible, He created it. He's the head thereof. Everything that is invisible, He created it. He's the head thereof. Do you, do you, you can't, but, but have you ever just tried to comprehend the depth of the blasphemy that God endures every single day. He's not, he's not waiting for you to make Him the head. He is the head. He's not waiting for His creatures to acknowledge that He's the head. He is the head. He's the head of everything that has breath. He's the head of everything that moves. He's the head of everything that doesn't move. If you can see it, He's the head of it. If you can't see it, He's the head of it. It's in heaven, it's in earth. He's the head of that thing. He is the, the head of all things. He's the top. I want to say the top dog. He's not a dog. He's just the top. Absolutely. Overall. And then, it, then the Bible says, where there be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. Now that could be an earthly monarch sitting on his throne. That could be a, a principality in the heavenly places who's governing and overseeing the earthly monarch. It could be the cherubim round about the throne of God. It could be those holy six-winged creatures crying out to the Lord, holy, holy, holy. I don't care where you look. As high as you look, he's higher. Amen. As lofty as you lift up your eyes, he's above it. He's the head of the mayor. He's the head of the governor. He's the head of the president. He's the head of the king. He's the head of the head of the Illuminati. He's the head of the head of the Bilderbergers. He's the head of all of it. You can try to figure out who's who, and you try to put the chart together, and here's the visible powers, and here's the invisible powers, and here's the overt government, and here's the covert government. Hey, I've skipped right over all of that. He's the head. Jesus Christ is the head of all things. They don't acknowledge it now, they will. Now, just because somebody doesn't believe that doesn't mean it's not so. It is so. Just because somebody won't confess that doesn't mean it's not right. It's right. He's the head of all things. Now, then he says in verse 18, he's the head of the church. Now, angels, we, we read that angels have fallen and some will yet fall. So, it's understandable that some angels would not acknowledge Jesus as their head. Principalities and powers. The Bible says some of them are rulers of darkness in these high places. They're evil powers, un- ungod satanic powers. It's understandable that some of them would not acknowledge His headship. Man is a fallen creature. He, the, every thought of the imaginations of his heart is only evil continually from his youth up. It's understandable that mankind, many of them, would not acknowledge he's the head. You wouldn't expect birds without a soul or a conscience, or beasts without a soul or a conscience, or creeping things without a soul or a conscience. They don't acknowledge God's headship. They don't acknowledge anything. They have no knowledge with which to acknowledge. But if there's one group in this universe who should not object to the headship of Jesus Christ, it should be the church. Every saved person is saved because of the power 
the lordship, the majesty, the strength of Jesus Christ. And yet, what do we find? Councils, synods, clergy, voting rights, bylaws, constitutions. Everywhere you look, churches in name and individual members of those churches are in rebellion against the headship of Jesus Christ. There should be no debate whatsoever about pagan holidays unless Jesus is not the head. There should be no question about women pastors and women bishops and women deacons and should be no question at all if Jesus Christ is the head. There should be no question whatsoever about qualifications for ministerial office unless Jesus Christ is not the head. The only reason we are meeting to vote on something is we have wrested the headship from Jesus Christ. The only reason our church has, has rules and regulations that run contrary to the Word of God is because Jesus Christ is not the head. If Christ is the head of the church, it's just a simple matter of opening His book and finding out what He said and asking Him for the help and the strength to obey Him. It's mind-boggling that Christians would be as opposed to the headship of Jesus Christ as lost people. It's unthinkable that, look, call it the Roman Catholic Club. Call it the Presbyterian Club. Call it the Methodist Club. Call it the Baptist Bride Club. Just quit calling it a church if he can't be the head. If your church starts with John the Baptist, call yourself the Church of John. Don't call it the Church of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is just a building block in that church just like you are. John the Baptist, your chief cornerstone. John the Baptist, your foundation. Acknowledge that. If John Wesley's writings mean as much to you as the Bible, say so. Put two thrones in heaven. Put John on one and Jesus on the other. Amen. If you're a Calvinist, say so. Don't say I'm a Christian and a Calvinist. No man can serve two masters. Pick one. Amen. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, for number one, this isn't the latter day. Number two, you're not saints. Number three, you have nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Number four, you're not a church. The whole thing's false. False pretense altogether. At least the Jehovah's Witnesses, I mean, you've got to tip your hat to them. At least they call it Kingdom Hall. They don't call it Kingdom Church. It's the only group out there that doesn't know they're, what they're not. <laughs> they know they're not a church. They don't claim to be a church. They don't invite you to come to church. Good for them. About 95% of the rest of them want to take church off the sign. If Jesus Christ is not the head, if your headquarters is a bunch, of, a bunch of elected officials that sit around in offices and write your Sunday school lessons for you and, and divvy up your money and, and organize your political action committees and the rest of that kind of stuff, then quit calling yourself a church. Christ is the head of the church. Jesus Christ not the head of your organization. It's not a church no matter what you call it. How's that? 
You can take your pastoral authority and paddle that canoe down the river with that too. If the pastor's the authority, everybody's in trouble, including, including that man and his wife. The authority in the church is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ written down in this Bible. The pastor says one thing, the Bible says another, then the pastor needs to humble himself and repent. Amen. I, I, can't understand, I, I just can't imagine a man taking his wife to a church and allowing a man to stand in the pulpit and teach his wife that he's the absolute authority. I don't want any man telling my wife he's the absolute authority. Jesus Christ, her authority, according to the Bible, and the Bible says that, that she's under my leadership, and Mr. Pastor, you need to just get down off your high horse and make me think you might have designs on my wife. How are we doing? Everybody happy? Jesus Christ, the head of the church. I don't care what your bylaws say. What's the Bible say? We have a constitution, and we drew. Who, who drew up the constitution? A bunch of people don't even come to church anymore. Some people you kicked out of the church. Some guy ran off with a woman in the church. You're still going by a constitution written by a bunch of people proving themselves reprobates. Think about it. Who wrote those bylaws? Well, some uh, I don't I don't know. Well, are they here? Well, no. Well, what happened to them? Well, so a couple of them went back in the world, and a couple of them are drinking now. And uh, one guy, he, you know, he wasn't faithful to his wife. And another guy, he's up there in the jailhouse. He extorted some money. And you're going to go by the bylaws those men wrote instead of the Word of God. Seriously? Look, we're not going to have a, have a meeting to decide on something. And one guy stands up and says, well, it says right here in 1 Thessalonians, and somebody else stands up and says, yeah, well, right here, Article 4, Section 3, uh, Subhead Number 272 says, well, you take that thing, go start a bonfire with it. We couldn't care less. We don't know what the Bible says. Now, is Christ the head of the church? Or is, is the Southern Baptist headquarters in Nashville the head of the church? Is Christ the head of the church? Or is the Pope the head of the church? Is the Archbishop the head of the church? Is the Supreme, whatever he's called, what's the, what's the Orthodox guy called? Uh, Holy Pizza or Papa or, or Prefect or, I don't know. Listen, you can have all that stuff you want. I'm not kissing a man's ring or his toe or his foot or his robe or any of the rest of it. I'll kiss the feet of Jesus Christ when I see him. Other than that, forget it. Bible says, not just man upon the earth doeth good and sinneth not. That goes to the Pope and the Bishop and the Archbishop and the Cardinals and the Dodgers and the Red Sox and all the rest of them. Amen. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. If Christ isn't the head of the church you go to, you're in the wrong church. I'm tired of all that stuff. This guy downtown a couple of weeks ago, he's like, well, you, you know, uh, uh, what, what's the uh, what's, uh, mark of the beast, do you know? Yeah, I know what the mark of the beast is. It's a black spot in the forehead put there by writer's ink. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's, it's Sunday worship started by the Roman Catholic Church. That's what he said. And I drove by his church yesterday and they were putting up their Christ mass decorations. Hey, buddy, if you, if you do a little research, you'd find out the same organization you're blaming for Sunday worship came up with that whole December 25th song and dance. Crazy stuff. 
Listen, when you stop being a public place and you want to talk to me about what day of the week you go to assemble, to sing hymns, and to, and to worship, instead of talk to me about Jesus Christ, I know who the head of your church is. The head of your church is Saturday. That's right. Don't call it Seventh-day Adventist Church. Call it Seventh-day Adventist Law. Call it Seventh-day Adventist, we wish we were Jews. Call it Seventh-day Adventist, we don't know what we're talking about. Just don't call it a church, because if it's a church, Christ would be in charge of it. If Jesus Christ isn't in charge of it, it's not a church. Amen. We're doing all right. Happy holidays. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'll tell you something else. If all you got is a King James Bible... And you don't have a constitution, and you don't have bylaws, and you don't have business meetings, and you don't vote on anything, and your pastor's run by the wife of the rich man in the congregation, it ain't a church. It's a whipped dog. Amen. I get it. I get the guy gives 50% of all the money. I get it that if he left, you'd have to get a job. I get it. If he left, you probably wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage. I understand that. But if that woman's running you, and if that woman's telling you what to preach and what not to preach, and if that woman is deciding what the standard is going to be for your young people, it's not a church. Amen. Well, you think you're right and everybody else is wrong. No, I think I'm wrong. I think everybody's wrong. Amen. The Bible's right. Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word shall not pass away. The Bible doesn't say heaven and earth shall pass away, but the Baptist shall not pass away. Guys, yeah. well, you know, the most important thing being an independent Baptist. What kind of independent Baptist? Right. Hiles, Gray, Ruckman? Yeah. Well, no, not them. Okay, what? West Coast, East Coast, Middle Coast? Heartland, no heartland, liverland, kidneyland. Come on, which which independent Baptist are you talking about? You know about you talking about the independent Baptist with the mini skirts and the low cut tops, or the independent Baptist church with the long skirts and the button up blouse? Which is it? No waistline independent Baptist or waistline independent Baptist? Listen, you better get Jesus Christ back on that throne and get Jesus Christ back in the central place and stop trying to figure out which is the right little splinter group or the little splinter group because we're right and everybody else is wrong. You're going to end up home watching some guy on, on a, sitting on a tractor making videotapes. You're not careful. Amen. But I don't say Christ loved the farm and gave himself for it. Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. You're going to end up skipping church to go to a family seminar taught by a guy who's never been married, never had kids. How are we doing? There's one pearl of great price. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. I say, I say, listen. If you're home tonight, listen to me preach. Because you're sick, I get that. If you're home night listening to me preach because you can't find a preacher that suits you, I got news for you. Don't spend a lot of money moving down here because I won't suit you either in a few a few weeks. So I'm a sinner just like everybody else. I got a few flaws and problems just like everybody else. The longer you're here, the more you'll see them. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah, they're here. They really turn the mic. Go ahead. Amen. 
But if you want to come somewhere where people try to live by the Bible, not by the pastor. You want to come somewhere where people try to do what the scripture says, not what some college says. You just might like being in a church for a change. Instead of an extension of some man's organization. All right, well anyway, that's, we got a lot of other verses to look at. Colossians chapter number 2. Colossians chapter 2. I'm standing downtown today doing a little preaching. And two weeks ago, the city came by and said, you can't hold that sign here because it's interfering with the line of sight at the intersection. And that same city took your tax money and paid people to put up 14-foot-tall nutcrackers right where I was standing. Bunch of hypocritical idiots. Hey, your idol's blocking the line of sight. Why don't you take that down? That doesn't bother anybody. Yeah, because it doesn't say Jesus saves. You put Jesus saves on there, somebody file a lawsuit tomorrow. You put, hey, you put, but, put Budweiser on there, so it's great for the, the community. It's a sponsorship. It, it brings in income and money. You put in Joe, put Joe's Pub on there. Well, that's you know, it's just it's just advertising. But you put a sign. You put a sign. If we want, so we'll, we'll pay. We'll pay. Put a sign on there. That says, "Except your pet, you shall likewise perish." Oh, we can do that. It offends people. Well, your Budweiser sign offends me. You gonna take it down? Well, no. You need to be tolerant, broad-minded. Bunch of raving hypocrites. That's what they are. So what do you got a nutcracker statue down there for anyway? Because it's just as absolutely neutrally nonsensical as anything they could think of. I mean, you couldn't have an angel, that defends somebody. You couldn't have a, you know, Santa, that that would offend somebody. Yeah, it would. I'm not sure who outside present company, but... So, anyway... That's all that stuff. Hanging the your wreaths, you know, the, they get the wreaths hanging on all the light posts. Well, the sign of the light post, saying not to post anything on the light post. <laughs> That's your tax dollars at work. Colossians chapter number 2. We better move on here. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 9 for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. He's the head of all principality and power. Now I'm going to tell you something. In, in 30 plus years of standing in the pulpit preaching to God's people, I have probably spent less than 20 hours in 30 years teaching and preaching about Satan, though I believe in Satan. Teaching and preaching about unclean spirits, though I believe they're real. Teaching and preaching about devils, though there's no question they're in operation in our world today. I just want you to know that Jesus Christ is the head over Satan. Jesus Christ is the head over Beelzebub. Jesus Christ is the head over the beast and the false prophet and Apollyon and the unclean spirits and legion and all the rest of them. He is the head. 
So we're not going to give any honor to the devil. We're not going to give any glory to the devil. We're not going to give any undue attention to the devil. We're not going to go into the... Well, well, you know, if you study and do research about all the different types of voodoo and rich class and unclean spirits, I don't want to do study on that stuff. I don't want it in my mind. I don't want it in my heart. Amen. Amen. You walk through a, through a uh, dairy barn... I don't care how carefully you're, you walk, some stuff in that barn is going to stick to your boots. And you get messing around with all that Satan stuff and devil stuff, and I'm going to research the, the dark side so I know how to combat and all the rest of that stuff. That stuff's going to stick to you. It's going to stick in your mind. It's going to stick in your heart. It's going to stick in your conscience. It's going to stick in your soul. I'm going to leave it alone. We come across it in the Bible, we'll say what the Bible says about it. We're not going to go looking for it. We're not going to major on it. We're not going to dwell on it. Here's what you need to know about the devil. As soon as Jesus Christ is ready, he's going to put him a chain on him and throw him in a pit and lock him up for a thousand years. He can do it anytime he wants to. When he wanted to be born, the devil couldn't stop him. When he wanted to die, the devil couldn't stop him. When he wanted to rise from the dead, the devil couldn't stop him. When he wants to come back, the devil can't stop him. When he wants to take over the world, the devil can't stop him. So, never mind the devil, mind the Lord. Jesus Christ, the head of all principality and power. CIA and NSA and NFL and all those other secret societies and lurking around the shadows there. Jesus Christ in charge of every one of them. Well, they're listening to all our phone calls. Well, talk about the Lord. You know, they're reading our emails. Well, send stuff out about Jesus. Well, you know, they got cameras everywhere. They're watching what we're doing. Well, I got my clothes on. I'm not selling dope. Take all the pictures of me I want, they want. Oh, there's that guy with the Jesus Save shirt on again. Quick, get that out of there. Oh, there's another one. Quick, get that out of there. Yeah. Amen. You know, just, just look up wherever you see one of those cameras. Just hold up, a, hold up your Bible. Point to it. There you go. We just get everybody, everybody get a mask. Everybody just get a Bin Laden mask and go stand under cameras and point, point to the Bible. Oh, look, a turban and a beard. Downtown Charlotte. What is that? And just be standing there. Jesus saves. Just hold beside Jesus saves. Oh, Brother Tony Kiker, he figured out, up there in uh, Charlotte, and he, he was watching one day at, at, the new, at noon, they, they said, now let's go downtown and see what the weather's like. And they'd have a live feed from this park in downtown Charlotte at 12.15 so people could see. Like if you're downtown Charlotte, you don't know if it's raining. But they'd show it so people know. And so he figured that out and he'd take his lunch break and he'd walk down there. And at 12.15, he'd stand right under that camera with a sign that said, Jesus saves. <laughs> There's a live feed. And he said that thing went on for, for, for a few days anyway before they caught on to it. Well, that's the way to do it. Anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, all this. Everybody all worried about what's going on with the principalities. What's going on with the powers. and What's going on with the rulers of darkness. Jesus Christ is the head. Of all principality and power. Let's give him more thought. And give the bad guys less thought. You sleep better at night and be happier. Alright, Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter number 1. Normally I have my daily Mountain Dew just before I go to bed. But I had it before church this evening. Stuff's good for you. 
all natural ingredients made out of the same 104 elements that everything else is made up of. <laughs> These people say, they, 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 they say, uh, you drink that stuff? They, they see you drink it. They say, you drink that stuff? What do you think I got a hole in the side of my neck and it goes in my mouth and it falls out? Yeah, I'm drinking it. <laughs> Don't say it's bad for you? Yeah, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> What do you think? Let's take, let's take bets. How many think I'm going to die? I bet I'm going to die. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, and people say, well, well you know, uh, uh, we, just, we, just, we, we just do things uh, uh, natural, natural way. And then they go out and get in their car. <laughs> Why don't you walk? That's a natural way. <laughs> Man took that metal and all, and then, and then they go home, go home to their house. Somebody took sand, the natural state, and turned it into cement block, the unnatural state, and built a house out of it. Well, don't you sleep under a tree? <laughs> so, anyway, look, I, you can eat what you want. I don't care. But uh, I get more out of the Bible when I drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> Next day, I find out a lot of that wasn't in there. But, but uh, <laughs> Anyway. That was our sponsor for this evening. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. And now a word from Martha White. Mm-mm. Best biscuits in the world. Now back to the Grand old Opry on 650. All right, where are we? Ephesians 1. There we go. Ephesians 1, verse 18. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand, the heavenly places, far above all principality. He's not just the head, he's far above it. And power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Mandela just found out it's not such a big deal to be president of South Africa. It's a big deal to be the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. That's, that's the big deal. Above every name. Not only is it in this world, but also in that which is to come. See, when you leave this world... Where you're going, nobody cares who you were. They all care who Jesus was. He gets all the glory. And put all things under His feet and gave Him to be head over all things to the church. Which is His body, the fullness of Him that filleth all in all. We don't care what contemporary society wants. What kind of music does Jesus want? We don't care what brings a crowd in. What kind of conduct does Jesus approve of? If God said, preach the word, if in, in Nehemiah and Ezra, they stood in a pulpit and preached the word, if Jesus stood in the synagogue and preached the word, we're not going to sit in a chair in the aisle. Yeah, it's a big thing now. Come down a level of people, sit in a chair, you know, just kind of... Just let you know that we're not above you. No, I'm not above you either. This book's above you. You're going to look up to the book. You're going to look up to the preaching of the Word. You're going to lift up your eyes and behold the truth. We're not going to bring it down to level some, some chit-chat. We're not, we're not rapping on the college campus. We're preaching the Word. Preach the Word, the Bible said. It didn't say talk, hobnob, discuss. That preach the Word. Instant in, season out of season. Amen. 
you get to heaven, Lord. I don't think the Lord's sitting in heaven wearing a tie. I don't think he's sitting up there wearing a sweater uh, with half his chest showing a chain around his neck either. That's what they say. Well, Jesus, you don't think Jesus wore a suit and tie, do you? I don't think he had tattoos all over his face and shrapnel in his nose either. Look, just because you don't like how granddad did it, you don't have to do it like somebody just, just got out of the penitentiary. You don't have to swing all the way as far as you can out in the darkness just because you don't like how, how the light's been shining for all those years. Anyway, he's ahead of all things to the church. Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to do anything as a church that might displease the Lord. I want to spend my the way he said to spend it. I want to raise it the way he said to raise it. I want to pray the way he said to pray. I want to fellowship the way he said to fellowship. I want to study the way he said to study it. Teach the way he said to teach. I want to do a thing. He's the head of all things. I think there are a lot of churches, Jesus Christ, the head of the church, from, from about nine Sunday morning to noon. And then after that, everything, you know, no holds barred. God made him head of the church. He ought to make all the, all the rules, all the decisions. Ephesians 5. Ephesians chapter number 5. I was going to read verse 23, but we're this close. Might as well read verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, unless you've decided you're smarter than they are, more spiritual than they are, make more money than they do, or your pastor's just this really mean male chauvinist guy that won't let you run the church. See, I added all that. That's the, that's the super amplified modern American Oprah version. What the Bible actually says is, Wives, submit yourselves unto somebody else's husband on your job as unto the Lord. No, it doesn't say that either. Let's, let's all read it together. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Well, that's pretty easy. For the husband is the head of the wife. Now wait, fellas. Wait. Yeah. The single guys always get lively about this time of the night. The single guy with a pink shirt. Which, which might explain it. <laughs> Preach! <laughs> That's all right. It's, you're going to tell me after service, not pink. It's salmon or chartreuse or faded red. Or... <laughs> it's all right. All right. Where were we before that interruption? Anyway. For the husband is head of the wife. Now, fellas, here, now, you got all excited. Even as Christ is the head of the church. And he's the Savior of the body. Now, don't you dare cheer me on when I say the wife is to be in submission to the husband when you're not in submission to Jesus Christ. So you get all excited. Oh, yeah, there it goes. Yeah, come on, preacher. Let's read it together. Yeah, the husband, come on. The wife submit yourself. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. 
Christ is the head of the church. You can't even get a good head nod out of that. Boy, when you're running somebody, it's good news. When somebody's running you, all of a sudden it ain't no fun. So let's try this. Suppose you don't exercise any more authority over your wife than you allow Jesus Christ to exercise over you. How about that? If you come home, a house isn't the way you like it. You shut your mouth until the Lord comes home and finds you the way He likes you. Oh, oh, oh. Now you notice, you notice the difference in the response to that? Fellas, come on. Christ is the head of the church. Well, I don't know what that means. Well, you know what it meant when we were talking about husbands and wives. It's the same Greek word. <laughs> well, the Greek there means it don't mean nothing. <laughs> there is no question that every man could give a biblical answer to the husband being the head of the wife, then there's no doubt that every man could give a biblical answer to Christ being the head of the church. And sir, if you would allow no leeway and no exceptions and no excuses in your authority over your wife, then you cannot be allowing leeway and exceptions and and excuses in Christ's authority over you as a member of His church. Amen. He's the head of the church. All right, Mark chapter number 12. Mark chapter 12. Mark 12. Can you, can you believe that you have lived to see the day when once mainline Christian, at least in name, denominations have voted to ordain, to marry, to recognize sodomites? Now, there's not a person alive who doesn't know or couldn't know what the Bible says about that. There's not... Look, when they have those meetings, when Episcopal Church meets to decide whether or not to ordain homosexuals, you know why they have to have the meeting? Because everyone at the meeting knows what the Bible says about it. That's why they have to have a meeting. Because they have to figure out a way to get around what the Bible says. That's why. And when they come out with their vote, their vote says, Christ's not the head of the church. You know why why Episcopalians can never beat Catholics at chess? Because they don't know a bishop from a queen. <laughs> oh, that's. I, no, 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 forget we're going out live. <laughs> now, the only reason you're voting on something like that is there's a head over your church that isn't Jesus Christ. 
Because he said, he said, in the beginning, God made them male and female. That's how God made people. And for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, not his two fathers, not his two mothers, and the man shall cleave to his wife. Now, that's what Jesus said about it. And we say, well, Jesus never said anything about it. All you're doing is repeating what somebody as dumb as you said. He absolutely said something about it. This guy down there a couple of weeks ago, he said, he said well, well you, I wouldn't have a God that discriminates against homosexuals. Well, you don't. He doesn't discriminate. All of sin comes short of the glory of God. He died for all men. Anybody that trusts Him can be saved. And I said, I'll give you $1,000 if you can show me where the Bible says anything about homosexuals. What are you saying? Don't talk about... I said, no, it never mentions homosexuals. It has plenty to say about sodomites. And the guy just looks at you with a blank look on his face. Because he's, you know, college-educated genius who hates a book he's never read. Anyway, if Christ's the head of the church, then the bishop, the deacon, must be the husband of one wife. And since you can't have same-sex unions, then the only, the only possibility for a bishop or a deacon for office in the church is a man. Well, our church voted, yeah, your church voted against Jesus. That's what they did. Your denomination voted against the creator of the heavens and the earth. That's, that's, that's the point we're trying to get across. I'm, I'm struggling to be clear this evening, but, but that's, that's the point we're trying to make. Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12, verse number 10. Have you not read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. So Jesus is the head stone and the cornerstone of the building. That means the church, listen to this, the church is uniquely different from every other building that has ever been built. It is the only one that was built from the top down. You can't start with a headstone unless the thing is, is anchored not on earth but in heaven. If the foundation is laid in heaven not on earth, then the headstone can be the starting place. There's no, other, there's no building on this earth that started with the headstone. Starts with the Cornerstone at the foot, not at the head. But the church, it starts at the top and is built downward from Him. It's different. It's unique. All right, 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11, one last verse, none too soon. 1 Corinthians 11. And verse number 1. Be ye followers of me. And Bullinger puts a period there where God put a comma. But the Holy Spirit says, even as I also am of Christ. So Paul didn't follow Paul or tell you to follow Paul. Paul followed Christ and told you to follow Christ. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. 
But I would have you know, have you know, that the head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is man, the head of the head of Christ is God. Got it? Now, you might not be saved, but Christ is your head. You might be a Buddhist, you might be a Muslim, you might be an atheist. Christ is your head. And and he hasn't proven that to you yet, but he will. One day, he will compel you to bow at his feet and acknowledge him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And if you don't know it now, you will know it in that day. Jesus Christ is in charge of you. He's the head of every man. Now, when when the church is spoken of as a family, Christ is the firstborn. When the church is spoken of as a flock, Christ is the chief shepherd. When the church is spoken of as a fellowship, Christ is the bond of peace that binds. When the church is spoken of as a bride, Christ is the bridegroom. When the church is spoken of as a body, Christ is the sole head. When the church is spoken of as a building, Christ fitly frames the stones together. When the church is spoken of as an army, Christ is the captain and outfitter. When the church is spoken of as a vine, Christ is the pruner. When the church is spoken of as a custodian of truth, Christ is the truth. When the church is spoken of as a temple, Christ fills it with the Holy Spirit. When the church is spoken of as a place of worship, Christ is the great high priest. When the church is spoken of as a repository of gifts, Christ is the heir of all things. Let's get over our man-made rules and our human religion and our boasting about which man is responsible for our doctrines and let's make Christ the head of the church. It's not Paul, it's not Peter, it's not John, it's not Thomas. We're not St. Andrew's church. We're not all saints' church. Christ is the head of the church. Let's allow Him to have His way. Now, just, just to help you out here. It is, it is oft alleged that I'm a dictator. And the only people who have ever said that are people who don't do anything I say. Which never occurs to them as an odd thing. Here's how it works. If you're reading your Bible, and you come across something in your Bible that you believe we are doing wrong as a church, you can scripturally come to the pastor and or other leaders of the church, and you can say, Hey guys, I, I don't know if I'm reading this wrong, or maybe you guys never saw this, but I, I just... How come we do it this way when this verse says we should do it this way? And if you're reading from a New Testament epistle, not something in Leviticus, we'll say, wow, we need to take a good close look at that, and we will, and we have. If you're reading from Leviticus, we'll explain to you the difference between the nation of Israel and the promised land and the New Testament church. And, 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 but, but that's how you do it. You appeal to the Scripture, and we appeal to the Scripture, and hopefully at the end of the, of the session, we all walk away having acknowledged the truth of the Scripture. Now, if that doesn't work for you, 
your next option is to begin to try and get a little secret group together behind the scenes through text messages and parking lot meetings to, to prove that, that the church is rejecting truth, meaning they rejected your misunderstanding of something. And you're going to end up out of fellowship, and everybody that follows you is going to end up out of fellowship, and we're just going to keep on trying to go by the Bible. So I'm telling you, and I've, I've said this from the start, and we have men in places of leadership who have been here 20 plus years who will tell you, if you have a legitimate, biblical concern about something that's being done, we will sit together and prayerfully search the scriptures until we get that thing right. But if you just got a burr in your saddle or your head's puffed up and about to pop, we're going to try our best to correct you with the scripture. And the fact that you can get 50 people on your side and we can get 80 people on our side means absolutely nothing. Because the only side that's going to stand is the scripture. So the idea is try and get everybody to line up with, with the Bible. That's what we want to do. We'll just, we'll just go by the Bible because Christ is the head of the church. Now, let's talk about our personal lives. And we just want to talk about this tonight because we've already sunk some of your ships and, and uh, others of you having a good time. But as much as we like it or don't like it, people come to a church because they agree with its doctrine. They stay at the church as long as they can enjoy or like or appreciate the pastor. And as soon as they get something in their heart or something in their, in their mind against the pastor, it doesn't matter what the doctrine is, they can't stay. Now, that's not a matter of the pastor being a dictator. That's the matter of the church member putting more emphasis on the pastor than on Jesus Christ and the Word of God. If your emphasis on Jesus Christ and the Word of God, if you saw me do something inappropriate, it, you, would, you would already have, have understood from the Scripture that he must certainly do something inappropriate at one time or another, or the Bible's not true. If I handled something wrong, it shouldn't be the end of your world. The Bible already told you that everybody handles something wrong from time to time. So the problem is not that the pastor is a dictator. The problem is you put the pastor in a place that the Bible didn't give him. You tried to make him perfect when he's not. You tried to make him infallible when he's not. And when you found out he wasn't what you made him, you couldn't handle it. So, I am glad that you come to the Bible Baptist Church, and I'm glad you, you believe Bible doctrine, and I'm glad that to some extent you either enjoy or endure me as the pastor. Now, you want to stay here for decades? Keep your focus on the Scripture, not on me. I'll let you down, the Scripture never will. I'll disappoint you. The Scripture never will. If you're, if you're center, if you're focused on the Scripture, when I disappoint you, you'll handle that the way I handle it when you disappoint me. We'll work it out. We'll, we'll patch it up. We'll go on and, and enjoy each other's company. 
But if your focus isn't on the Scripture, you're going to fall apart. You're going you're to walk out the door, and then you're going to devote the rest of your life to trying to prove that I'm a rotten guy. Well, who didn't know that that believed the Bible? I'm going to put something in the beacon. They all know that. I'm going to put it on Facebook. They all know. Everybody, look, everybody's reading your negative stuff about me on Facebook already agrees. Not getting you anywhere. Well, yeah, that church isn't what I thought it was. No, it's not what you thought it was, but it's exactly what we told you it was. Sinner, 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 sinner. Look around. Sinners. All, look, everybody. 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 And the sins they commit are sins you wouldn't commit. Just like the sins you commit are sins they wouldn't commit. That's why we're all shocked by the other person's sins. I'd never do that. Yeah, no, you'd do something else. So when you find out there's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not, say, sure enough, the Bible's true. How about that? Now... I have people come up and, and they'll, they'll ask me, sign their Bibles. It's always fun. I do, you do, you sign, sign a Bible. I always tell them, be sure and put your name in there. Because if you lose it, they're going to send it to me because it's got my name in it. But, and, and sometimes they'll ask, they'll say, would you, would you write something, something in the Bible? Just write something in the Bible. But when I read it, it would be what you want me to know. Well, no point writing a Bible verse. They've got a Bible. So here's what I write. Never think less of God than the Scripture dictates. Never think more of man than the Scripture dictates. And you can get along with both for the rest of your life. If you don't think highly enough of God, you're going to have a problem with God. If you think too highly of man, you're going to have a problem with man. So keep God in His right place, keep man in His right place, and you can stay in church and enjoy it. Amen. Christ is the head of the church. Not the pastor, not the deacons, not the woman with the money, not the voting committee, not the bylaws, not the constitution, not the pope. Christ is the head of the church. And if He's allowed to have His way, He'll do a good job running that thing. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father.